All right, welcome to this special edition of Splitting Uprights. It's just Drew and I today. We put Pookie on injured reserve. Really, it's because he wouldn't have much to add to this conversation, and we want to leave him out. And this is based off of a long-running dispute that Drew and I have had, especially recently. Like, we were threatening divorce. It got pretty heated over what we're going to talk about today. And what we're talking about is sports cities the quintessential sports cities in the United States. And, I mean, there are so many great cities that we had to split this list up into two just as a means of debating. So what we did is, Drew, can you explain to the people at home how we've divided these two lists with regards to sports cities? Yeah, so we went – obviously, there we've, got, we've got eight teams with five sports in them, meaning they've got hockey, ba- basketball, football – baseball and soccer all within the the city um and then the other list is cities that are iconic but they have less than five so they might have baseball basketball football or hockey baseball soccer um so we wanted to to split them up because we can't really compare the five to the four and three city teams um and the four and three city teams you'll see that some of them are tough to compare just because one only has three, one has four, but they're, it's easier to compare those compared to a team with all five or city with all five. And with, with the ones that don't have all five, it's really so hard to debate that we're going off of intuition here and just how we feel about them in general. I mean, they, you're talking about some cities that have some iconic teams in their respective leagues, but it's just so hard to compare them when you don't have all five sports represented or they don't have the same number of teams in the same leagues. So, but we did want to mention them because there are some iconic cities that are worthy of recognition. Some of them, honestly, that I would put above some of the cities with all five sports teams. It's just, it's for the sake of debate and for argument today, but Drew, let's go ahead and start with the cities that have less than five, all five major sports teams and run them down, we actually have 10. So we actually recorded an episode before this, and we just had eight. But the more we started talking, the more we realized not only were we missing a couple, but we had criminally underrated one of the cities. And we figured it'd be better to save face and start over rather than keep going because we really had just shot ourselves in the foot for credibility. So, Drew, count them down, 10, 10 from one. And uh, or 10 to 1. And let's talk about the some of the most iconic sports cities in the United States, starting with number 10. Go. Yeah, number 10 is Phoenix slash Arizona, because some of them aren't in Phoenix, but they're close enough. So Phoenix is number 10. Number nine is Charlotte. Well, number let's, let's eight. The teams, I guess, to be fair to some of the people who may not be familiar with the team. So with Phoenix, you have the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Phoenix Coyote, Arizona – wait, shoot. Is it Phoenix or Arizona? I think it's the Phoenix Coyotes. That's bad. Hold up. We're fucking terrible. It's so bad. I'm pretty sure it's the Arizona Coyotes. It is the Arizona Coyotes. I didn't even check. I just second-guessed myself. That's bad. That's bad. The Arizona Diamondbacks. And then the Phoenix Suns. Yes, sir. All right. And then with Charlotte, you have the Carolina Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes – and the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, sir. All right. My bad for interrupting. Let's go now to your number eight. Number eight is Houston. 
they have the Houston Astros, the Houston Texans, and the Houston Rockets. The Houston Dynamo as well. And the Houston Dynamos. Dynamos. <laughs> and then we have number seven. We have Nashville. Uh, you've got the Titans. You've got the Predators and the Nashville Soccer Club. Nashville SC. There you go. And then we've got number six. We've got Atlanta, Hotlanta, with the Hawks, the Braves, the Falcons, and the Atlanta United. Helping draw so, the MLS teams here. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not a professional MLS. So in in the ten, the first five and the second five, there's a very big gap. So I kind of wanted to take a break, a pause here, to just let everyone know that those five are well-represented cities they're great but these next five that we're about to go after are on a different level I, I do want to interject here real quick i still feel like shit for not remembering if it was arizona or the phoenix coyotes i know it's arizona because oh that pisses me off it's the arizona coyotes but i do want to throw this in here if we were picking about cities to live for sports um i agree with you that in terms of history they're not in there but dude can you think of a bet could you? Is there a better team to support than the Nashville Predators, dude? They get hyped at Bridgestone Arena, dude. That franchise with that fan base and just that city growing the way it is, and it's also you know in the South, so that makes it pretty sweet. But that'd be badass to be a Nashville Predators guy. So I do want to throw that in there about if I had to pick one of these cities to live in, it may be Nashville just for a variety of things. Now that we're adults too, you have to consider some of those factors. But do Preds? awesome if we're being honest nashville will probably would have been number 10 on the list if not for the the predators fan base and their excitement and everything um because we're not being fooled by the titans recent small run of success we remember who they are exactly so uh, and i mean houston charlotte and 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 uh, phoenix are pretty good areas to play in but just solely based on our our criteria the nashville predators kind of make nashville a little bit better than the others but going, but going on to the next five, at number five, we have San Francisco with the Giants, the Warriors, and the 49ers, as well as some teams in San Jose that Sandy would like to mention. Yeah, the Sharks, who are having a good run of form as of late, and the San Jose Earthquake, who they have a nice little cute stadium. They're not great. They do have a one player that might be one to watch in the future for the U.S. national team. I just want to throw them in there. It, it's worth counting them. They're so close. but Yeah, the, we, we decided not to put them in the five because they technically weren't San Francisco. It's, but it's we wanted not, to mention all I didn't five. want to pin my, my, my Californian friends. I, I wasn't sure how to group San Jose and San Francisco together, even though we are grouping Oakland and San Francisco together. It's just I don't – you know, we're – a PC show, guys. So, and then at number four we have Cleveland with the Cleveland Indians, the uh, Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Cavs. Yep. And then at number three, Detroit with the Detroit Tigers, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Red 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 Wings, and then the Detroit Pistons. Right. I, I said the Lions. You had the. Okay. Yeah, the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Lions, and the Pistons. Okay. Yeah. I was close. I was close. And then number two, we have Pittsburgh with the Pirates, the Penguins. Yes, sir. And the Steelers. 
Yep. And then number one, KC, baby. Yeah, baby. Chiefs, uh, the Royals, and then the support – is it Sporting KC? Sporting KC, baby, best in the land. Let's go, lads. Come on. So, those are our five. I think me and Sandy have technically a different top – how the top five is is ordered. Um, and uh, if Sandy would like to go on and tell me his top five, that would be great. So- I appreciate it. I don't, I don't disagree with your top five. And the reason, and, and I've always been this, so, you know, sports run my life. And there's a reason why I haven't been in as many relationships as I could have been is because I uh, neglect people for sports most of the time. So I, because I invest so much of my life in sports, I am someone who likes to get into rankings, but I also don't like ranking things that are hard to compare so when I talk about my top five, it's difficult because you can't compare them all similarly. You don't have the same sports represented in some cities and such. My top five, Drew, are the same as yours. And when I'm not ranking them, I'm putting them all together. You had Pittsburgh and Kansas City as your top two. If I was ranking them, I'd have those as my top two uh, because of a variety of reasons that would be hard to get into. Worth mentioning, though, you know, Detroit, you're talking about the Lions, one of the OG franchises in the NFL with the Ford family. Uh, Barry Sanders, one of the great players of all time. Ford Field, that iconic uh, blue of Detroit with the silver helmets that I've never been sold on, but I think they're cool. I'm not entirely sure. I think they're okay. Um you got to add the Pistons. The Tigers have had success recently, but it's it's worth mentioning that the Tigers have also had also have some of the worst records that I can remember growing up watching baseball. I remember there was one team that was just so bad, and then you had the Lions go zero and sixteen that one year. But that's history. That's like that's iconic. They were the first to is. ever do it. A A and four words, four words that put Detroit in the upper echelon of American sports. Malice at the palace. That's all. That's all I gotta say for Detroit. What a what a fantastic memory for the NBA, and that's what makes Detroit so special. Uh, yeah, I had San Francisco in there. If you count, you know, San Jose and them, the 49ers, your five championships. The Warriors are building something now. If you want to go back to the days of Rick Barry as well. They had Wilt when he they had Wilt Chamberlain for a while too. So yeah, I think I think all five of these really are interchangeable. Uh, you can make yeah, arguments for each of them. And Cleveland's um, big. I mean, you got three sports, but they just they capture the imagination of so many folks because of their misery. Like we talk about the Browns a lot, but to be fair, the Indians are right there too in terms of the misery index. They were so close. So when they had a great team when they lost to the Cubs. And then if it wasn't for LeBron James taking the Cavs to the to the finals, they they might have some they have some of the worst franchises. And, but yeah. they also when also you talk about Cleveland, like for some reason everyone's like, well, Cleveland's really like iconic, but I mean <laughs> it is. It's part of the they lose, but that's another OG franchise and all them. Uh you know, they did have some good teams back in the day as uh Jordan was just getting started. Some of those mm-hmm. Cavaliers teams were pretty solid. So Yeah. With uh, Craig, Craig Elo, the shot over Elo. It's just – it's hard to beat Kansas City and Pittsburgh. I mean, you got the Steelers with six Super Bowls. The Penguins have had some iconic players, some great success. The Chiefs are another OG franchise. But as much history as they have had, you can also look toward the future with them. 
and think, damn, dude, like they're, they're on to something. You have an all-timer at quarterback, an all-timer as your head coach. Great. I mean, I haven't been there. I've been outside of it. I've seen it. You've been in there. Dude, Chief Stadium, Drew, tell, tell me about it, dude. It's it's a it's it's amazing, you know. It's um, I uh, when I go to these stadiums, even though I'm a Colts fan, unless they're playing my team, I will usually wear the uniform of the other team and embrace the culture, embrace the the fan base. So when I was there, I was I was rocking a, a Travis Kelsey uni, um, and I'm over here doing the tomahawk chop, you know. Oh, as they're coming out of the thing and. Um, it's a, it's electric, man. You know, it, it's a, it's a stadium that's been there for, for a very long time. They still have like the original, uh, old, like, uh, screen, uh, as well as the new one they built. Um, and it's, it, it gets loud as hell in there. It's not a dome. So the sound isn't trapped in there, but it gets loud as hell in there. Um, even though it's not a dome. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a place that I would say everyone needs to go and at least watch a game, whether it's, whether it's to see your team play or not, it doesn't matter. Go watch and play, especially with Patty Mahomes there. Uh, dude, for sure. And the Patriots play there this they play there this year and we'll see how things uh continue to evolve with the virus and uh whether fans are there, but that's definitely a game I'm looking at potentially going to. Even though I do not have many expectations for how that game well, I, I do, they're just not favorable expectations for that game this year. Um but, hey, when we mention Kansas City, listen, I love the Royals. Great colors. They won the World Series recently. Kauffman Stadium is one of the great stadiums in Major League Baseball. And their minor league affiliate is in Northwest Arkansas. But, dude, I got to give some love to my guys sporting Kansas City. Uh, I started going to games there about five to six years ago. That place is like a second home to me. And I – freaking love Kansas City as a sports town but dude sporting Kansas City that's the place to go if you're trying to get into the MLS it's just a different environment my favorite fan base um and that's where I'm gonna go take you Drew for your first MLS game to get you uh to pop your MLS cherry man it's just different and to worth the mention this I'm not a big soccer fan but I, I believe Kansas City is number one on the list solely for the purpose of the U.S. men's national team. Whenever they do the World Cup and they show the U.S., most of the time they show the fans in Kansas City at the, I'm assuming, the sporting KC. Our district, baby. It's, it's, it's very close to the stadium. Okay. There are several different major uh, outposts. In Kansas City, to watch the game with the Power and Light District is the best one in the entire country to zoom to. Uh, when you're getting reactions from around the country. Just, it's a great atmosphere, a great environment, like in terms of the colors and the shops and all that. But do the fans, oh baby, it's different. It's different. So yeah, that that's kind of why um, I believe Kansas City's number one on the list there. You're right, it's a hot, it, that's, you have to include them with St. Louis. That's a hotbed for U.S. soccer. Lots of great players coming to that area. Are you ready to get into the juicy stuff? Dude, yeah, I do want to throw one out real quick. And I don't know where I would slot them on this list, but I wanted to, I wanted to mention St. Louis uh, because the Blues and the Cardinals, uh, they had the Rams. And, listen, I don't, I wasn't, I'm not in Missouri. I know some of my good friends are from there who were Rams fans of sorts, but they're really Blues and Cardinals. Like, they didn't 
they weren't as big Rams fans. It's hard to tell how much that city really supported the Rams. But I think they're a great sports city that's worth mentioning. They will have an MLS team at some point, And they – dude, soccer is huge in St. Louis. So they will certainly have an MLS team. But Cardinals, great franchise, ball club. Stadium, Bush Stadium, awesome. And uh, St. Louis, dude, I need to uh, I need to back up here when I was talking about Nashville. I think I got their name right. I think Bridgestone Arena is in Nashville. But I'm trying to remember what the name of the stadium in St. Louis is for the Blues. I'm just not trying to get things wrong here on this podcast, Drew. But we'll, we'll, we won't worry about that. We don't care as much about the facts, I guess. Hey, if we're going to throw in two sports cities, you got to throw in my – my hometown, man, Indiana, uh, the Colts and Pace. Hey, I just got to show them love. I know it's not a great sports hey, city. That's fair. That's but fair. I got to show them some love, man. You know, I, I love going to the Bankers Life Field and then uh, Lucas Oil, both great stadiums. Fans kind of suck. I hey, get some iconic hey, jerseys. Might as well go ahead and throw in that other little part about Indianapolis that you throw in sometimes that I have. Oh, the Indy 500? <laughs> Hey man, it's a hey, if you want to go see NASCAR, it's the best it, that or Daytona. That or Daytona. It's not a technical foul. It's technical it's, it's, because that's the Indy 500. That's not NASCAR. But they well, they do the Brickyard there. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same race. It's the same place. It's just it's called something different. Yeah, kill yourself. Kill yourself. Come on, let's, I'm ready to go now. Let's get in this. Let's get, let's get the five. Will I get a technical? Yeah. Let's get let's get in this let's get in this five sports. Let's go. Let's go. This is this is what kicked off the frenzy. We even put up a small poll about it on Twitter the other day. Um, we were comparing Chicago, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh, which I broke one of my major rules because Pittsburgh doesn't have all five major American sports. But let's get into it. The eight cities that we came across, we believe, hopefully we're not wrong, that would be terrible if we were, but we believe that the eight cities in the United States that have at least one team representing the five major sports are as follows, and in no particular order. Dallas, Philadelphia, Minneapolis, Miami, Chicago, New York City, or New York, LA, and Boston. And the debate really centered around two cities. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. You we'll get your to five that. sports ranked, right? You have uh, the group of I will, five. I have one through eight. I say, I say we do. I say we do the bottom four first, for sure, and then we'll do the top four. Okay. Who's your number eight, sir? Well, you know, it's amazing because if you were thinking about the major sports cities that have all five sports represented, this is. I, it took me a minute to get to this one. I was like, wait a minute. It's like Minneapolis has it, don't they? They do have all five. They were like totally on the periphery of my mind. But they do. So you have the Minnesota Wild. Great, uh, dude, great hockey uniforms. When I see them on TV, that place is rocking. The, oh gosh, dude, the Minnesota. You have, oh. I think it's me. Dude, they do have an MLS team, but they're so not relevant that I don't think about them as much. So they've got the Timberwolves. They do, and the Vikings. The Vikings. And the Twins. And the Twins. And then the Drew, soccer. Talk, talk talk through Minneapolis real quick while I try to remember the name of the team. So um the Vikings, in my opinion, um, are one of one of the 
most underrated, talked about NFL teams, especially, you know, the last couple of years, the skull has taken over. Great, great. You had the the purple people eaters. Um, there are your uniforms are iconic. The the damn Vikings, it's a badass fucking name. Um, so they're 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 underrated as in when it comes to iconic great uh, franchises. Too, even though it has a nightmare, I have nightmares about what happened in that stadium. I mean, it looks like a motherfucking Viking ship. Like that's badass as fuck. Hey, and this didn't happen in that stadium. It happened before. But you remember when they were playing at the University of Minnesota? They were yeah. playing Seattle in that cold ass game in the playoffs. And Bud Grant comes back to do the coin toss. And he's not wearing long sleeves. He's got a short sleeve shirt on, dude. He's like an 85-year-old man walking out there. Badass as hell. Exactly. And then you have the Timberwolves. Minnesota United, by the way. That's who I thought it was. It just didn't sound right, but it is Minnesota United for soccer. Then then you have the Timberwolves. Timberwolves aren't a great franchise, if we're being honest. Um, You know, really the most iconic people to come out of there. uh, You've got, really, it's Kevin Garnett. Uh, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is there right now. The uniforms are average. And there was uh, they, a time, though, where I thought they could have been pretty solid when they had Tom Thibodeau and you had Cat and Wiggins. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Rubio? Rubio was there. Yeah. They they were they were solid. They were never going to be anything, though. So they've kind of been a, a bust. Kevin Love, he was really cold there. Um, I don't know much about the Twins, but if we're being honest, I haven't really ever heard them. I know they had Joe Mayer or Meyer or something, the, the catcher. No he, was, yeah. he was really fucking cold. Well, he had some really good players in Minnesota, but it's like. So, in my opinion, this is Sandy's number eight, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. I have, I have Sandy's list, so I know he didn't know my list. In my opinion, solely based on the Minnesota Vikings that have him at number seven. Dude, who is your number eight? My number eight is Miami. Okay. With the Heat, the Dolphins, the um, who's there? Uh, the Miami Marlins. Yep, and you have Inter Miami. It was it's then, their first year in the MLS. And then who's their hockey team? I can't remember off the top of my head. The Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers. I hate how they not called the Miami uh, Panthers. It throws me off every time. We've talked about this like four or five times. The fact that Florida has a hockey team, too, is so weird. They have two. Yeah, exactly. So, now, don't get me wrong. This is a this is a very close seven and eight. Like, they're – because when you think of the Dolphins, 16 and 0, Don Shula, um, Dan Marino. But really, since then, they've been dog shit. Um, so, in my opinion, they suck. The Heat were only good because LeBron wanted to play with his buddies. Um, they, I mean, they had Shaq and D-Wade for a little bit. Alonzo Mourning was there. Tim Hardaway was there. The Miami Marlins, um, they've not been great. It was like in 2002? Yeah, yeah, it was like the early 2000s with uh, the pitcher. I think his name is Randy no, no, don't, don't stop, stop while you're ahead. Don't. Okay, okay. AJ okay. Burnett was one of their pitchers. Okay, okay. Um, but you know, they, so they, yeah, they, not great. Um, obviously, I didn't even know the damn hockey team, so not great either. Um, and then I don't think their soccer team is very good. I think they're a new franchise, right? No, very, uh, very new. Yeah. But be on the lookout. I'm telling you, Cristiano Ronaldo will play for them. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. So that's why I have them at eight. You know, it, it's really between my the the football teams, in my opinion. Um, 
I, I, I just think the Vikings are more historic. I think having they're they're pretty even if we're being honest. But I'd rather I'd rather have Minnesota over Drew, Minneapolis. That, that, hey, that's a great pool. I mean, I the more I think about it, if I had to pick a city to live in, definitely Minnesota. Uh, well, Minneapolis, but that just those five teams. I just have an affinity for teams that are in smaller markets, and I think that the sports just mean more to them. Like in Miami, like that's laid back beach culture. I mean, yeah, this you have it's a big city that will attract tons of free agents, uh, as it did with LeBron and others. But if I was picking my preference, I'd absolutely take Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis over Miami. I mean, I, I'm not exactly sure why I took Miami. I think it's just because it's Miami, the city, and I broke one of my rules. So if I had to go back, I probably would take Minnesota over Miami. I mean, you have the 72 Dolphins. Uh, that you're right with the Heat, with the Pat Riley teams, and the uh, I mean, yeah, the 06 Heat, and then the LeBron Heat. Panthers have been okay. They haven't done anything. The Marlins won a World Series, and then enters not. Oh, dude, I don't know. That's a, that's a good pull, Drew. I, I definitely would favor Minnesota. I think if you talk – Minnesota has the fan base. Minnesota has a fan base. Sure. Miami has the location. But Miami has the unis. The the heat, baby, when they bring the vice back unis, those are fire, bro. Uh, those are clean, dude. Hey, the vice and, city ones. I will say Inter-Miami, dude, has uh, some, some good-looking uniforms that they'll bring And, back. I mean, I mean – I understand why you take Miami. If if you're asking me, I'd probably pick Miami. So it no, it, it was. I gonna have them honeys on me. Bias. It was big city bias. I I would almost change my pick. I would probably go to Minnesota. I think I would. I will just because I like them better. Yeah. I will go with Minneapolis. Damn. What a thought. We're always changing our minds on these things, man. You All right. What about number six, my guy? Well, what do you got for number six? Number six, I have the city of Philadelphia, baby. Philly. Oh, my God. You got the Eagles. You got the 76ers. You got the uh, the Phillies. The Flyers. You got the Flyers. And then I don't know the soccer team. The Union. The Union. Um, I I know who your number five is. Or I know, I know Philly is your number five. I know who your number six is. Um. The reason why I have them over your – or the reason why I have them at six and not five uh, is just because I, they haven't won as many – they haven't won as many championships. They're, they're lacking in the championships. Um, they're very iconic. Don't get me wrong. Their fan base is probably the best fan base on this list solely because of Eagle fans. Um, but, I mean, they just – they've had a lot of iconic players come through. I don't really love their location of where they are uh, in the U.S., but uh, they're a great fan base. They've got pretty iconic uniforms, all of the teams. So I, I have to put them at number six for me. Um, they're 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 very they're a very iconic city, and when it comes to sports, and when you think of sports. Um, they're not the first to come to your mind, but Philly is very, very shortly after one of the top sports cities in the world. Drew, go ahead and announce your number five. Big D, baby. If I had known you were going this way, this would have been the major debate of the show. Dallas wins. I am, I am appalled. 
Dallas beats Philly. I'm appalled. You've got the Rangers. You've got the uh, Stars, Mavericks, Cowboys, and then FC Dallas. Yep. And if we're being honest, this really comes down to a Philly Eagles versus Dallas Cowboys talk, and you got to give the nod to the Cowboys. The uniforms, maybe the most iconic uniforms, most maybe not iconic, but most noticeable uniforms in the entire NFL. When you see that star, you know who the fuck they're playing for. Um, and then they've, they've won way more championships. They play every year, and, you know, depending on the year, it goes back and forth. Well, they're always relevant. They're, they're, every time they play, they, they pretty much play once a year on Sunday night football. And the other game is, a, is an afternoon game that usually starts at 425 my time, you know, central time. So it's just, it, again, it, this is just the same thing as Minneapolis over Miami. It's a very small margin. And this has no bias for me living in Dallas. Like it doesn't change or whatever like that. Um, but I, it's just a little bit, you know, Cowboys fans are really good. The problem is, is if the Cowboys suck, they suck. So depending on how the Cowboys do, it's depending on how their fan base is. Drew, like I said, man, if I had known this was how you were going to go, we'd change this. I want to make an amendment to the show, and I want you to go ahead and give me your number four and three. I'm just going to – There's much debating there. I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you my number four because my top three, you're not going to like. My oh, number, no. <laughs> my number four is Chicago. Um, when we start talking about Chicago, this is when we get into the tough decisions that we have to make. This is is what you call God tier. Uh, Chicago's not God tier yet. This is, we're still the elites. Six, six, five, and four are the elite tier for me. The Bears don't put them there? The Bears do not put them there. So you have the Bears. Oh, before we move on with the teams, this is when we, this is whenever me and Sandy have to decipher whether we're going to talk about the Cubs or the Sox. Uh, we will mention, obviously, both like we just did. But obviously, when you talk about the Chicago, when it comes to baseball, we're talking about the Cubs. Uh, the White Sox aren't as great, aren't as historic. Um, but that's kind of – that. so after this, we'll start running to the issue of multiple teams. Uh, but we'll, we'll decipher – we'll tell you who we're talking about. But we'll definitely mention every team that plays there. Um, but you have the Bears, the Cubs – the Bulls, uh, the Blackhawks, and then who's your who's your soccer team there? Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire. So those are those are the five we'll be talking about. Um, so yeah, Chicago's my number four. Uh, if you can't tell from Sandy's reaction, his was Dallas, Philly, Chicago, right? My I was Chicago, Philly, Dallas, four, five, and six. So we had we had them flipped. Um, that's why he kind of didn't like my my opinion there. Um, Chicago, again, and it's another city when you talk about American sports. It's one of those that pop up. Uh, obviously, the Bulls had a run in the 90s and kind of late 80s of dominance when it came to basketball. The Bears, the Bears have never been dominant to the point where they've, they're a dynasty, but they have always had competitive teams. Playing in that damn stadium, playing in Windy City is impossible. The Blackhawks are one of the most famous teams when it comes to hockey. Um, 
the Cubs are one of the most iconic franchises in baseball with Wrigley Field. Uh, they didn't win a lot of championships, but they're still the, one of the most iconic places to play. And then I have no idea what the fuck about their soccer team. So I'll leave that to Sandy. The fire aren't worth talking about as much. You did mention the Bulls. So here's the thing. When I, when I think about Chicago and I think about the Bulls, you had Jordan. You had these unbelievable teams, arguably – and pick your pick the best Chicago Bulls team, and you can make an argument that's the best NBA team of all time because you have the best player of all time. But it's it's hard to mention the Bulls when it was really just those years. And honestly, for that reason, I hate to say it, but it, my Pats are the same way because we did it in a time frame, and it will take 75 years, 50 to 75 years before we can look back and say, are the Patriots one of the great – franchises because we did it with Brady and Belichick. Can we sustain that over time? And I know you can say that about a lot of teams, honestly, but that's why I question like with the Bulls, what have the Bulls been since? Like did Jordan make the Bulls what they were? The Bears are different. The Bears have only won one Super Bowl, but that's an iconic franchise, one of the original founding franchises. You have the McCaskey Hallis family. Uh really the Hallis is uh I mean just icons in the sport hard to get I mean that 86 team you just think about one of the greatest defenses of all time the Bears just have a a spot in the memories and hearts of NFL fans that even though they suck I mean relatively they're still one of the great franchises one of the great fan bases I mean the Blackhawks six Stanley Cups three in the past shoot I don't want to get this wrong it's like the past decade within the last 15 years I think yeah more so the last 10 years the White Sox have actually won three, 2005, their last one. The Cubs, uh, but the Cubs still get more notoriety uh, for whatever reason you want to say. But Chicago, I mean, that's just, it is. To me, it's easily one of the top four sports cities. But I do struggle when I think about the Bulls. And it's just because it was, it's Jordan, it's Phil. I mean, yeah, great Pippen, obviously. I have to throw him in there. He's an Arkansas guy, but. It's hard for when I'm considering the Bulls against the other NBA teams. It's like, what have they been outside of those years? And, and I just struggle with that. And, and I may be wrong to do that. Maybe I'm not. I just struggle with that. Now, I wanted to – you son of a gun, I know why you wanted to leave your number three out because you're going to have Boston at number three. You, you are oh, a – Don't get there yet. Don't get there yet. You're a motherfucker for that. But I almost – I'm going to argue – I think I'll argue you more on Philly and Dallas. I, I will. So, I almost – let's go ahead. Let's do one, two, and three because I'm going to get you back on five and six here. I That's criminal, dude. Let's you go. Let's start go from the top? Two. You want me to start from the top? I know what bottom. you're going to do. Go ahead. Say – I know you're – I'm going to name your list for you. It's Boston at three. It's New York at two, right? What's the number one? It's going to be Los Angeles. Bing. Okay, I Come thought on. I got it wrong. I thought you were no, 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 no. That's my top three: Boston, New York, L.A. All right, explain. Sandy, Sandy's top three is New York, L.A., Boston, it, and it is one, two, three: Boston, Los Angeles, New York. You're right. Yes, sir. So go. This is where Drew and I had the most trouble. How I'm do you been. rank these three cities? Because if we're talking about wins. Iconic teams, stadiums, players, 
uniforms, I mean, obviously some of those matter much more than others, but what do you value the most? And the trouble that we have with this one is Drew and I don't value some things the same way. And I really think it has to come down to where, and, and I don't want to get too deep in this, like a deep dive, but some of it has to do with psychology and sociology and where I'm from. I'm from a state that has no professional sports teams, and we are so locked into the Razorbacks. That is literally culture. All right. Honestly, Drew, I, you're not a Texan. I know you're you, you Indianapolis, Indiana guy. And, and you would understand this with the Hoosiers. But, dude, Arkansas is our culture. All right. The Razorbacks are – that is culture for us. It's not something to do. It is part of who we are. And that's why my opinion of Boston is different from yours and why I have them number one. There's so much more to talk about with that that we don't we won't get into. But I just want to explain real quick that when he and I talk about these three teams, we're coming at it from different angles in a way. But I'm going to let him mention or talk about why he's got them in that order. Yeah. Um. If we're being honest, um, you know, I we we kind of mentioned already. This is this is in my opinion the God Cities. Uh, when you talk about sports. And if we're being real, the only reason why Boston is on this list is the sole purpose of their championships since the 2000s. Um, you know, they, they're, they're pretty iconic franchises. I won't, be, I won't lie to you. The Celtics are very iconic. The, the Red Sox are very iconic. Um, the Bruins are very iconic. Um, I, I don't know much about their soccer team. Sandy doesn't say much about them. I don't they think they're – suck. The Revolution are trash. They're not very good. So, we'll move on from them. Um, and then you have the Patriots. But, realistically, the Patriots have only been good since Brady and Belichick have been there. You know, that's yeah. 20 years. And, that's yeah, 20. we're tied for the most Super Bowls all time. And that, that's, that's 20 years of dominance, so that's a long time. Um, so, yeah, I mean – the. It's really at this point. It's like he said. We're we're coming at it from different angles. It's literally if we're we're nitpicking at this point. All three of these cities deserve to be in this tier. Um, I I have Boston below for this. They probably have the best fans of the three. I would I would debate though between New York and Boston. It just depends on the sport. Um, but um, iconic players. I, I I give it to Los Angeles uh, when it comes to iconic players, and me and me and Sandy have talked about this. It's a it's, when you talk about iconic players, they have, L.A. and New York have a lore to them where they attract people that make them better. Boston has done a very great job of drafting players and acquiring players under the radar that allow them to win a lot of championships on all of their sport platforms. Los Angeles and New York don't have to do that as much because people want to go there. LeBron James wanted to go to Los Angeles to play because he also can have a Hollywood career on the side. New York does the same thing. You can have a career on the side as well as being an athlete. So they've had iconic players go to both. And if we're being real, the Celtics, besides that 11-year span with Bill Russell, they wouldn't have those uh, 16 championships or 17 championships, you know, Los Angeles has done it for a very long time. Yeah, every decade they they have a team that you know either spanned a couple of years or spanned the entire decade of them being uh, talented. Whereas Boston, 
they had a really good team in the 80s, kind of in the early 90s, and they kind of went away for, you know, a while until Paul Pierce, KG, and Ray Allen went there. And then now they're kind of back, you know, being contenders again after they lost them. So it's it's really nitpicky here. Um, you know, in New York, the Knicks, even though they haven't won a lot of championships, they have one of the best stadiums to ever play in a Madison Square Garden. Um, the Yankees probably the best franchise when it comes to baseball ever like whenever you mention baseball the first team whether you hate them or dislike them or whether you hate them or love them it is the new york yankees the most titles in baseball and when you talk about the football teams they both kind of suck but they're both super iconic they've been there forever the giants and jets now i'm going to say the giants need to be in this discussion just because i think they've been there longer um, and then they beat the Patriots. So that's just a rubbing salt in the wound when it comes to putting Boston at three. Um, so, uh, soccer, who's their soccer team, Sandy? New York? Yeah. If, uh, NYC, FC, and the Red Bulls. Yeah, so I don't know which one's better, but they're better than the Revolution, of course. <laughs> For sure. That's not hard to do. Uh, Red, Bulls, um, Red Bulls have had some start. NYCFC actually had my favorite professional athlete of all time, Frank Lampard. You had Andre Pirlo, who's an all-time great. Dev to be an all-time great. So three of the all-time greats uh, in, in professional soccer played for NYCFC at one time. They're, they're, they, they, started, they were founded, gosh, probably like nine, ten years ago. They're a good – they're a solid team. And Red Bulls are, are consistently pretty solid. They're always in the playoffs. Uh, good stadium that they play in. Solid uh, players, uh, youth players especially. Um, then, so then New York has they're, the – They're a good – both solid MLS teams in my opinion. So obviously better than Revolution. And then you have the New York Rangers. Again, another historic hockey team that has been in New York for a long time. I, I feel like those two are more comparable than when you talk about Los Angeles, who's my number one squad. Number one, Sandy. I'm not a big MLS fan, as you can't tell from listening to this. I don't know many teams. I know the damn LA Galaxy. They bring big-name dudes from out of the country to Los Angeles to play. Apparently now their second team that they have there is even better than the Galaxy. Uh, It's it's give and take. On one year, they they play two times a year. Every time they play, it's a barn burner, dude. It's a good atmosphere, good, lots of goals. Uh, it's a toss-up, dude. Great teams. And then you have the LA Kings. Again, not a big hockey fan, but they've, they've been pretty good the last couple of years. I don't know much about their history. But then you really boil it down to me to the top three here. The Rams are not a great historic franchise, especially in LA because they've moved a couple of times. But they play in the Coliseum at the moment. They're building a big-ass new stadium that's going to be open this year. And just, like, their uniforms are sick. They're – you just – when you think of L.A. and you think of professional teams, the Rams are the, the football team there. So, like, they're iconic. Their fans aren't great, though. But it really comes down to these final two. The Dodgers, again, besides the Yankees, second most, second most touted uh, baseball team. Boom. Killer, boom. The what's his name? Vic, um, the announcer for the Dodgers. I can't even remember his name. Well, uh, Ben Scully. Ben, he just retired, which is awful, but he was there forever. Yeah. Voice, yeah. Dodger yeah. Dogs, baby. Yeah. Dodger Dogs. Yeah. 
And then you have the L.A. Lakers. That's the discussion over. Bingo. Whoop, whoop, whoop. They've had the mo- some of the most iconic players in NBA history to ever play. Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe motherfucking Bryant. Game over. That's why there's, that's why this is my, those three orders. It's my turn. Go ahead, Sandy. Lay uh, on your deathbed. So what I was getting at with being from Arkansas is I'm about places where sports are the culture. And for that reason, I have biases against Miami and Los Angeles. New York, to me, as an outsider, has a slightly different feel to it. Um, I think they're a little more invested. But I just, with those two cities, those are touristy, vacationy. They have the beach. Entertainment is a hub. They're entertainment hubs of the world. There, there are so many things to do, and it's like, to me, sports aren't as ingrained in their culture. It's like when the Lakers suck, it they have diehard fans. Obviously, every franchise has them. But the fan bases, to me, in Los Angeles are just kind of weird. Now, I want to leave hockey out of it because I think hockey kind of has its own culture. And the Kings have won a Stanley Cup recently in great fashion, too, on a game-winning goal. And it's one of my favorites to relive. But I just have something against Los Angeles because there's other things to do besides sports. And for that reason, I just have a negative opinion about them. I still have them as number two above New York. And it more so has to do with the success of the teams. Like the Jets are – the Jets are the Jets because of the Jets fans. The Giants have won a couple Super Bowls here and there. And speaking of the Giants, we'll have a stat of the day tomorrow that will shock Pookie. Drew, I already told you this the other night, but it floored me. I had no idea. You know which one I'm talking about? Dude, that came out of nowhere. But I do have a different opinion about New York. And really, honestly, the Knicks and the Rangers are what put them above for me. I know we're missing the uh, the uh, Islanders and, gosh, the Nets. But, I mean, that's the Nets. So, what? You have the Mets, uh, Mr. Met, one of the great mascots, especially when you give that fan the the bird. And, I mean, you have – obviously, New York, you have these teams that are iconic. And, honestly, some of them are iconic just because they're in New York. But I still have them as number three. But here it is, Drew. You spent so much time talking about Boston, bro, like just dashing them. Here's what it boils down to. It's championships. And if we're talking about title town, what's title town? It's not even close. It's not even close. And I know you mentioned Kobe. And the last thing I – and one reason why I hate comparing players, especially from different eras, is because when you're making an argument against someone, it's like you're disrespecting them. I can't disrespect Kobe. Like, what – I can't argue with Kobe Bryant's legacy – and his contributions to the game of basketball, they're almost immeasurable. I mean, a generational talent. What he win? Five rings, Drew? Yeah, five rings. Yeah, I mean, one of the all-time great scorers. Magic, one of the all-time great players. I mean, pick your take your pick as to who's better. And then you have Shaq. I mean, yeah, Shaq, Shaq played for more teams in the NBA than he didn't play for. But you can't, I mean, and 
got and God, we're Leo, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, uh, George Gail Bacon. Goodridge. Am I right? Gail, Gail Goodridge. I think Mike and played for the Minneapolis. Well, Mike was when they were yeah Minneapolis. Yeah. But you have James Worthy as well. You you have a lot of great. No, that's that's disrespectful to James Worthy that I missed him. Um, we I don't count LeBron. It's too recent, and he's not Los Angeles. Like that's not him. But Boston, man. Yeah, we're going to discount the MLS here because the Revolution suck. I think they made it to an MLS Cup final, but they certainly didn't win it. But, dude, and, and let me let me preface it with this. The whole reason why I brought up Arkansas is, well, for one, okay, my mom is from Boston sports territory. So, that's she's she was born in Vermont, but, like, the whole family is Boston area. Like, we're childs, all right? They're childs. I go to family reunions and I hear that Boston accent that people think is fake. It's not fake. It's real. My grandfather's a diehard Celtics fan, dude. Doesn't even want to talk about other teams. Red Auerbach is king. Bill Russell's the greatest player of all time. Don't tell him otherwise. Larry Legend right behind him. 17 NBA championships for the Celtics. Yes, I know. 11 in the 13 years with Auerbach in them. Dude, there was a time where they had their starting five, and then there were two dudes on the bench who were also Hall of Fame. I mean, some of the great lineups of all time. The Pats, as we mentioned, six Super Bowls, Brady Belichick. We'll see where that goes later on. I mean, from what I know and my family in Boston, if we're talking about the teams that really mean the most, though, in that city, the Bruins are right there. I mean, as the number one team. Six Stanley Cups. So, I mean, it, it's a who's who on greatest NHL players of all time. And you've got David Pasternak who plays from right now, who, who might someday crack the all time 100. And then the Red Sox, man, four uh, world series since 2004. Uh, and I know, I know, I know I'm already hearing some of the people right now talking about the scandal going on with Alex Cora and all them in 2018. I was going to say, what about the ships they won before then? Where are they at? Well, nine. You have nine total, five before, but they you have to go back in time. The last one was in 1918, uh, and then there are, you know, obviously four before that. But you have nine all-time World Series, but four since. I mean, Ted Williams, one of the all – the arguably the greatest hitter of all time. Arguably, you could make an argument for others. Hey, but, um, before, before we move on from the Red Sox, I just want to – I want to ask um, – why did you trade the best baseball player ever to play the game to, to literally the Yankees? <clears throat> well, I mean, that was God true. I mean, we hadn't even fought the second world war yet. We were barely fighting the first before that happened. <laughs> I mean, I can't answer that. It just happens. Like, well, I mean, Hey, you should, you should give me more help for why we traded Mookie Betts to the Dodgers who I, I do want to exclude from the conversation. I, I can't argue against the Dodgers. Some of the greatest uniforms in baseball. I love the park. Uh, and Vince Scully, dude, like, if you have a problem with Vince Scully, you have a problem with life, and you should probably exit life if you hate Vince Scully. <laughs> I mean, that guy, the what he contributed to baseball and the radio is as great a contribution as probably anyone's made to the sport that didn't play it. And, I mean, that's kind of overstepping my boundaries being a 23-year-old in Arkansas, but I feel pretty confident in that statement. But it comes down to this, dude. It's winning. And in Boston, like that sports, dude, 
Boston sports, how ingrained that is in their mentality, their culture. I that it's that reason I'd take Boston number one. And listen, if you have Los Angeles or New York above Boston, I get it. That's fine. I just for my money, I'm taking Boston. And it's hard to argue against Drew because we have different reasons for taking these teams. And I can't fault him for taking Los Angeles to New York above Boston. I get it. I totally get it. There's no right – there's no wrong answer here in my opinion. But I'm taking Boston, if for any other reason, the championships, dude. But Yeah, and I, I think – I think, well. and I, I, think, I think that's one thing, like he said, you know, we're, we're looking at different aspects. You know, I'm taking into account championships, of course. But like I said, without the championships of Boston, who the fuck wants to go live in Boston? I mean, do not want to go live in New York or LA. You know what I mean? But that, you know, one of the criteria is the location, um, you know, and, and you get, you get other benefits of living elsewhere. So that, that kind of what boiled down to me was, you know, LA and New York offer not only your career on the court to be successful because of these, these franchises, it's also off the field and off the court. But again, that's, again, we were looking at two different aspects. You know, we're not the same person. We're going to have our own opinions. Um, it's just one of those debates where we – it was one of the things, like, we, we haven't – we don't really disagree on a lot, um, but it was one of the things that it was fun to kind of have it a, a back and forth with Sandy. What we should have done is we should have broken it down into the, all the aspects because if you're talking about players, I mean, you got great players for all these franchises and all these, these, these three cities. Like stadiums, man. If you're talking Los Angeles, I think Dodger Stadium is certainly in the mix. Uh, with New York, obviously the Garden, and yeah. then the old Boston Garden, for sure. I mean, you, when you talk about LA, you have the Staples Center now, which is iconic. But then you even uh, have the then you have the old Lakers Stadium, which was, but, which was more, which which the Clippers owner just bought it and he's going to build it as their new stadium. Yeah, which I, mean, I think is in Inglewood, so it's going to be more. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I think like I said, all three of these deserve to be in the top three. Yeah. Um, like I said, we're really nitpicking, and these are more more so biases than anything than than us being as objective as possible. I think at this point now, me and Sandy are just gonna stick our fork or our stake in the ground, and we're not moving. Uh, who yeah. we think is one, who we think is one on this list, but um, great aspects for all of them. Yeah. Um, but this is where I I didn't even have I I, I was not planned for this today. This was supposed to be the main argument. But I am incredulous at Drew for taking Dallas above Philly. Dude, we were talking about how it's impossible to uh, rank Boston, L.A., New York. It's impossible to put Dallas above Philly. What the hell are you thinking? How can, how can you not put Dallas over Philly? What do you mean? Okay, and again, maybe I have some inherent biases. Let's, let's go with Dallas. Let's think about their five teams. So the Stars won a Stanley Cup in 99. I believe I have that right. I mean, the Cowboys, you have five Super Bowls, some of the great teams, some of the great coaches, one of the most iconic owners in the history of the game who might be going down as the most iconic. Shout out to Jerry Jones, graduated from North Rock High School, like me. Uh, oh, who am I missing? We're talking Dallas sports. FC Dallas. FC not Dallas. Not much yeah, not to talk much. about. The Rangers, not much to talk about. Sorry about their luck for losing to the Cardinals in that World Series in 2011, I believe. Uh, they were literally one strike away several different times. And what the Mavericks – I like the Mavericks going forward with Luka. 
And then you have, I mean, Dirk, if you ask a Dallas fan, like the greatest Dallas sports figure of all time, Dirk Nowitzki's not far away. I, I mean, Dallas people revere Dirk in a way that I, you don't see in many places. Like he really might be, I don't know, Drew, you live in Dallas. Wouldn't you say that Dirk Nowitzki is like one of the all-time Dallas sports figures? Let's just say he has a street named after him in, well, Dallas, in downtown Dallas. They just made a street named Nowinski Way. But am I crazy? That It is like that, isn't he? He's, he's like amongst the people that I know, like the people we play with that are from Dallas, Dirk Nowitzki is the guy. You don't talk about – you don't disrespect Dirk. No. I, I will I would get fought. Like some of my best friends, Dirk Nowitzki is king. So – so before you move on, though, let's start naming off those fucking Cowboys players, iconic Cowboys. No, no, I acknowledge this. I acknowledge that for sure. I mean, yeah. How many rings do they have? Five. You do. How, how many rings? How many rings the Eagles have? One. I know we're coming at this from different angles, but who did they beat? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, not being a Cowboys fan at all. I. You know, the Sixers, really, they have Julius Irving. I mean, Charles Barkley played for them for a little while. Uh, I believe Moses Malone played for them for a little while. Um, Iverson. Some iconic guy, Iverson. You know, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons right now. (sighs) Phillies, Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, uh, Bryce Harper. One of the great pitching staffs of all time. Roy Holiday, one of the best pitchers. Yeah, of all you had a Cliff Lee, an Arkansas guy. Roy Holiday on the same pitching staff. And I'm missing some guys too. I mean, they. I mean, that was uh, one through five was one of the great pitching staffs I've seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. They got uh, the, the World Series. The um, Flyers aren't great. Yeah, you, you had two. You had two uh, Stanley Cups, '74 and '75. Man, I'm, my my hockey history is almost better than my other sports histories, but. Here, here, Drew, here's why I put Philly above. And, again, it's probably a, us coming at it from different angles. Sort of the flyer. I mean, the flyers, you know, if you're comparing them against the Stars, you have two Stanley Cups to one. But I don't, I don't like to get into the championships as much as I get into the pageantry of the sports. And this really does boil down to – now, if we're doing basketball, it, it's certainly Philadelphia over Dallas. That's not even close. Base, I, I don't like comparing baseball. I want to get into it. Yeah, the Eagles and the Cowboys, one of the great rivalries in the NFL. But here's why I take Philly above. And this has to do partly with my soccer background. There is a difference in how Americans embrace their sports teams and how it is in international soccer. Like, there, there is, honestly, and I've seen it firsthand. I've also seen it secondhand from TV, but there is a difference. The, the Eagles are the closest thing I have seen in American sports to that. Because the city of Philadelphia is so integrated with the Eagles. If the Eagles win, the city's great. If they lose, that city is down. And you see this in English soccer where the, the city is literally on – it's, it's however the team is doing. And I haven't seen that in another instance in American sports. And I think that's why I gravitate towards Philly and honestly why I, I would consider putting them above Chicago, honestly. And, and I'm an outsider. I haven't been to these stadiums. These, but It's just from what I've seen from the outside. And it really has to do with Philly being the one team I can 
think about being on par with global soccer is they are so that city and that team are so integrated. You can't separate them. That's why I have a, a preference for Philly. And I know I was more, uh, Oh gosh, what would you say? I was frustrated with you for taking Dallas about Philly. I do respect the fact that if you choose championships, really what this boils down to is football. And if you choose the Cowboys over the Eagles, I can't disagree with that in terms of championships, but that Eagles fan base, man, if we're just talking about the quintessential American sports cities and how invested the city is in the success of that sport and of that team, I think Philadelphia takes the nod over Dallas. That's just my opinion. I, I think, I think it's a very close, I think they're, they're both close. Both of them, um, you know, titles obviously go to Cowboys. I think more iconic players come out of Dallas. I think they have better uniforms. Um, location, I think both that's of them a, are. That's a push. That's a push. I don't, okay, I don't know about better uniforms. I think Dallas is more iconic uniforms. Eagles and Dallas, I think, are very, like, they're, like, on top of each other oh, in a sexual way. That's um, a push. But, um, so, I, yeah, I mean, it's – I. Again, it's nitpicking very little things. Uh, I just have to give it to Dallas solely based on, like, I think they have very similar fan base. Um, I think the Eagles are more uh, – I mean, the Eagles burned down a fucking city after they won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so They burn they, down a city when they don't win the NFC East, too. Exactly. That's so getting burned down either way. It's just Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's tough. I um, – I, again, I'm not a big Dallas person, even though I live here, but I will take Dallas over Philly in this argument. I will. I mean, you do want to mention some of the Eagles real quick. The first thing that jumps off to me is uh, Reggie White, even though he had some years with the Packers too. Um, but you have some great Eagles players. You had a movie. You had a movie made based off the Eagles. I, literally, you had a movie made about one of the most irrelevant players in Eagles history, and yet he's the one who got the most attention. Exactly. Which is crazy. I don't know. Maybe we'll ask Terrell Owens. Maybe we can get him on the podcast when we get bigger, and he can decide it once and for all. Exactly. To to we're we're gonna tweet this at you right now. Come on the pod. Who's more iconic, Cowboys or Eagles? Let us know. This man, when he was an Eagle – no, he was a 49er when he disrespected the star, wasn't he? He wasn't with – yeah. Yeah, he was – He was. I think he did actually both times. He did, I think he did it twice. With the Niners. One time he got – yeah, he got attacked by somebody. I think he did it – I think when he got attacked, he was on the Niners, but I think he did it on the as well uh, as an Eagle as well. Okay. That man – and then he came and played for Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he, he had to, bro. That's his quarterback. That's my That's quarterback. That's my quarterback. Man. Where else can you work out while talking to the press? It's too cold in Philadelphia to be doing that stuff. Well, there it is. There's our there's our debate. Um, yeah, I was kind of skeptical about doing this with the top three because how do you argue when you're talking about two different things? And the more we talked through Philly and Dallas, I began to understand it was almost the same thing. But Drew and I just see sports differently, and maybe that's why we work so well. And that concludes another episode of the Splitting Up Rights podcast. Hey, Sandy, do you like sports? I do, Drew. Do you like bold takes? Damn right. Do you like kicking it back with the boys? Who the hell doesn't? Then follow Splitting Up Rights at YouTube, 
Twitter, and Apple Podcasts, and we'll never leave you unsatisfied.